Oh, 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 cheeky monkeys. Get on with it. Toppy, toppy. Hello and welcome to World Cup Wonderland. We are the worst podcast on YouTube, but that doesn't stop us, does it, Gav? Hello, Mr. Gav from Shewell. You're right, cheeky. Nothing seems to stop you, Dan. Nothing at all. I just want to say, Dan, before we come on the show, yeah, before we start the show, uh, why didn't you? Yeah, why didn't why didn't you brush your beard, mate? Good idea. A bit messy. There might be some ladies watching. Exactly. That's it. Do that side as well. That's it. Both sides. Get the cheesy watches out of there. I can't hear you because I've got myself playing in the background like an amateur. There you go. Yeah, my beard looks well. I did my hair last night as well. Did Took you? Off, yeah, a little bit. Both Father's, Father's Day next week, isn't it? So Sean's going to come oh. home and get five minutes of her time. It'll be the second time this year I've seen her. I gave oh. that child the best years of my life and lost my figure. And now look, I might as well be dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> talking of people who live in Norwich... It's mm. it's it's not Ellis. It's the other one. I can't remember his name. Is it is it Nick? It's Nick or Ellis? Yeah, it's, I can't. it's a good looking one. Oh, it's Nick. You're right, cheeky. <laughs> All right, Danny. Is it, have we got foot, is football back yet? No, we're talking cricket and golf tonight. And rugby. cricket and snooker. That's it, and that one. You know, it's all about the balls. Whatever we're talking about, I've got no idea. Yes, football is back very, very soon. And I see your lot have already started injecting themselves with their own dribble to try and get the league cancelled because one of your lot came up with, uh, he's got the virus, didn't he? Yeah, I think it's one of two players in the Premiership, I think. Yeah. Maybe it's him and his conjoined twin. I don't know. You'd have to do that. Would that count as two people if you had a conjoined twins in goal? You go, no, we're one person. (laughs) That's an idea. That needs to be done. I'll get Barnett to do it. God knows they need the help. Anyway, enough of your waffling, Nicky. You nearly got three whole words in there before I interrupted you. From our other man from sunny Canada, it's Corey. Are Good you morning. okay? I'm I'm well. Yeah, excited to see football come back, that's for sure. Is it 11.36am? Uh, correct. Hey, look at me with numbers. There you go. <laughs> I'm actually quite impressed. Well, it's taken, I mean, I've I've known Jeff in Canada for about 45 years now, and uh, it's taken me that long to realise they're eight hours behind. And if you change your clocks, I will be completely and utterly lost. No doubt. I think actually this last time we changed the clocks back might be the last time we do it, so. Oh, you having a referendum on clocks? Uh, I believe they are doing that, yeah. I, I don't know if they've actually done the referendum or if it's already yet to come or something like that, but yeah, I know they're talking about it. Not only are we so, the worst football podcast on YouTube, we are now giving you Canadian referendum info on bloody time. There you go. I've got to ask. So would it be the same time on the East Coast as the on as the West Coast? Uh, the, 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 the referendum, I believe, is for them to just do it on the uh, West Coast provinces so far. So, but we already we already have differences in that. So, for instance, I think it's Saskatchewan, which is right you know, one of the central provinces, they, I want to say they don't change their clocks anyway. It's a mainly a farming province mm. and uh, I believe they don't change their clock anyway, but uh, I could be wrong. Again, I am not a good source for political information. So, so basically nobody knows what time it is in, in bloody Canada. <laughs> no one's going to know That's what time correct. it is in Canada. That's well, correct. Well, see, Dan, Dan, hey, Dan, move on, move on, Dan. I, 
our decision here is based is based on the fact that they want to do it down the entirety of the west coast so it was triggered by california oregon and washington state asking that question and so because most of our trade goes north south it made sense for us to just follow and do what they do so that's kind of why the question came up I wish I hadn't have asked now. Thank you very much. If there's anybody left, it doesn't run away. We've only got Canadians <laughs> all sitting around going, oh, hey. <laughs> How many time zones in, in, in Norwich, Nick? We don't know. We haven't got time in Norwich. We're still, we're still struggling. It's all 1932 back there, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we've still got all the around there. <laughs> <laughs> right, another one oh, of our warm-up shows. Uh, I'm going to say hello to people in the chat. First of all, there's Data. Hopefully Data's in a good mood and isn't going to call anyone a prick. That would be lovely. But if you want to, you can. There's Phil Macker in there. I'm ready. Well the well, well for the live... He's made done that on purpose. Well for the live pod, not for... The, oh, he's live, ready for the live pod, not for footy. Um, I'm saying hello, everyone. Uh, data has done. Oh, look at that straight away. He's picked the, the lineup for the uh, Gabby. Is it? What's Gabby? Oh, yeah, of course it is. Martinelli. Uh, might come back to that later. Thunder is here. Uh, Norwich's own Nicky Wilson and Canada's own Corey Austin. Have to love the alter- alliteration with the names of city and country. Um, oddly, Gav is moving to Guernsey because that's where all my family come from, isn't it, Gav? You are off soon. You're talking to me? Yeah, the alliteration of our names. You've got to live with someone at the beginning with a letter G. Gibraltar. Oh, Warm. Uh, Post boxes. No, nah, no idea. Oh, it right. won't be, it, I'll tell you what it won't be. It won't be, it won't be Gillingham. No. No, and it won't be any godforsaken place north of Watford either. Mm-mm-mm, that's not happening. Right, Loki says evening all. Hello, Loki. How is P.E.? 22 or 23, I'm not sure. That's his postcode. He's just up north a little bit from here. Walk Thunder Road again. Rather see Tyranny and Saka or Tyranny or Saka at left back than Kalasnich. He'll get done. Yes. Uh, I think Kalasnich is out. Oh, there's, there's a Corey in here. Oh, it's our Corey. There he is, in case you wonder what he looked like. Those chiseled good looks of a hard living life. Uh, Rudy, <laughs> Rudy says, hopefully, are all well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thunder says, is that Gav or Arsenal realist? Believe me, Gav does not have the ability to run more than one Twitter account. He can barely do his own, can you, Gav? Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Loki says, I've had a bubble cut. I feel fine. I'm not, what is a bubble cut? Oh, that could be some kind of perverse sexual term, couldn't it? Uh, I, think it I think it's where you invite somebody around to cut your hair who lives on their own. <laughs> and they 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 put like a load of face masks over themselves, and oh. they cut they cut your hair at arm's length. Good, right. you, yeah. Anyway, who cares? Go on. Rudy says uh, his his hair is a mess. No one needs that. Gonna scam. Oh, here we go. Ryan from the Mister Arsenal podcast. Uh, um, I think I've been on there. I think that's when it does the quizzes. I always get Ryan and the English bloke, the Irish bloke who moved to Canada. I always get their names mixed up. Like Ross and Josh. Nobody knows why. I just do. Um, Loki, about time, a boot time, Canada. No one says a boot there. Uh, someone called me out earlier this week for today for spelling about A B O O T. It was James, Jim, Housen. Yes. Um, Rudy says, Has anybody suffered from corona? Nope, because I've left the house twice since February. Well, Are you okay? We've all suffered. That, yeah. That's an open question now. 
But, uh, no, I haven't uh. caught anything. Very healthy. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, all good here. Icky, all you. good here. I had something in January, but they weren't talking about corona then. They said it was a virus, so... Yes, thanks. Well, sexy asking. Frank had it in December. He missed the whole of Christmas, and Frank is never ill. Um, anyway, a new person, useless, pathetic noob. Hello, y'all, beautiful bastards. <laughs> Hello, y'all, beautiful bastard yourself. Archie says, uh, What is this kind of talk? It's nonsense, Archie. This is quite a while ago. This was 7 38. This is four minutes ago. That was absolute nonsense. We're sorry about that. Either <laughs> Phil says he thought it was a football podcast. Right, I'm not going to read every single comment because you lot are all. Uh, oh, we've got another person here. Uh, uh, oh, here we go. Yeah, I have to check it first. Vinny Eagle, he says, Is it time to start a We Care Do You movement? Can see clubs like Chavsky splashing the cash? We haven't even offered a deal to Alba. Board and club is a joke. You put that very politely. The people around right. the club are arseholes. Everybody, everybody, the majority of people that was involved in setting that up last year still speak to each other. Oh, so it could be on the cards. It's it's tricky. I mean, you you like I say, you the main concern you've got is obviously the fact that not necessarily the the amount of money that's spent on new players or the quality on the pitch. The important thing at the moment is that the club is in a financially viable position to move forwards. Uh, obviously, without expecting the Cronkies uh, to chuck money in. If they did chuck money in, that'd be brilliant. But there's ramifications if they do start putting money in. So, but like I say, the majority of the people that started up that movement are speaking. The ones that aren't speaking, we're in touch with. So, initially, all that was to do that was set up just basically because only Arsenal could have three or four official, you know, official and unofficial supporters clubs of significant numbers was just to make sure there was some form of united front going forwards when we had something that we really wanted to say to the club but it really is a case of if you bark every day the club aren't going to take much notice um, but if you bark once every six months or a year and you bark fucking loudly then they might but like I say everybody is keeping an eye on shit trust me well, Rudy, whose sources I always trust, because he's never led us down a dark path and beaten us as ever our own shoe so far, says, Alba gave an interview to French TV. He said that he isn't in talks with Arsenal over a new contract currently. Arsenal know what he wanted them to do before signing a new contract. And, uh, yeah, Thunder and a few others are talking about Chelsea at the moment, but they've already bought, um, is it Zaych from uh, Ajax? magnificent strike a person plays in a kind of Burkamp hole I think he plays everywhere across the front they've uh, got that bloke is it Timo Werner from um, yeah, Germany go yeah. plus you've got the young man they got from Dortmund last season the American they've got yeah. so many great players that are and what are we doing it's all, it's all lined up because they got they couldn't do any transfers for a year and they've had all these lined up so yeah. it's no real it's no real shock because basically they couldn't buy anybody last year so they're Almost a year in front. Plus, obviously, they've got a sugar daddy owner. Certainly do. Uh, Julian Salmon is late, but uh, I'll accept that. Is it any evening, boys? Hope you're well. Thoughts on Upper Menicano? We'll talk about that later. Um, 
Lordus Archies, but if Saka leaves, we riot, <laughs> not for Alba. Yeah, burn the stadium down to start again. Lovely. Right, we're going to move on to uh, some of the notes that I've made. Uh, going to, we did this for the last show, and uh, just to get different people's opinions on the same question. Start with you, Nicky. Your thoughts on the season restarting? Yeah, I mean, I suppose they've got a restart. Uh, I even mean, was it, is it League One and Two they've finished as yeah, well? Yeah, Singapore have been robbed. Yep. Yeah, so, and has everyone who's like at the top and the bottom been relegated and promoted? They've gone on the standings, have they? They have gone um, by a points per game, and Peterborough lost out by zero point zero zero five points per game, even though they scored well, the most goals in the league. And I expect there'll be a lot of people, um, a lot of clubs protesting and you know, like trying to fight that in court. But I mean, it is what it is that they want to restart it to make up the money. But I don't know if they should be starting it. Yeah, obviously, no fans. Def- I don't think they'll let any fans into the stadium until they got some kind of vaccine which could be at the end of this year or more more likely this time next year but I think a lot of clubs are going to think well if they're not going to get any fans coming they're going to have to sell a lot of players or try and work out to make a lot more money but Hmm. you know we'll see what they see I mean they're testing everyone we were talking before there's only two players at the moment that have tested positive for Corona, one at Arsenal, I can't, not Arsenal, um, one at Norwich. I, don't, I can't remember where the other one was. So if he's just got to disappear for a week, does that mean he missed the first few games? I'm not sure because we'll just have to see when the games kick off if anyone has to start missing games due to having it because obviously they can't play. But they're going to test them before and after every game and they've not got it. Fair enough. You just have to hope that they're referees are getting tested as well and everyone involved is just being tested oh we've got another latecomer um nitish barn hi guys hello nitish you're late i hope you have a good reason i love that in writing um corey what's your thoughts from being so far away with uh um, how's it been reported over there? Because um, I've not really spoke to anybody from outside of the UK about their feelings. And how's the general corona thing going on in Canada? I suppose as you're all so far apart over there, some places have probably had no cases. Yeah, I suppose that has a lot to do with it. But we've been rather successful on the West Coast here, at least, of uh, with a, kind of the, a, an early lockdown, if you like. And then... Uh, you know, everybody kind of did their part. We're already into what I guess people would call a second phase of a, of a reopening where uh, I believe in the last week, uh, you know, restaurants have been allowed to uh, open where they have people actually seated, stuff like that. So um, yeah, overall, I think we've been blessed over here. Uh, we, we get a lot more, we, we're saturated with more coverage about the United States with our media here. Um, uh, So, you know, you see a lot of bad news. There's been some awful stuff out of our East Coast where it's more populated, but yeah, there's there's a lot more space, like you said. You got some elbow room over here. So the the physical, uh, physical distancing was much easier, obviously. So what do you think about the football coming back so soon? Would you have started the season again or would you have knocked it on the head? If you take away the bias that if we knocked it on the head, Liverpool wouldn't have won the league. If you, if you take that bit out, do you think you would have restarted it? We should do? 
Well, my my heart, my Arsenal fan would love to have seen the season ended with nobody winning anything. So <laughs> and just restart next year, obviously, because you know, screw Liverpool. But uh, <laughs> um, in reality, I obviously understand the reality of it. It's unfortunately become a money game, right? So uh, this mm. is a consequence. But uh, on a personal level, uh, of course, I mean, I love football. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, go, growing up watching football on the west coast of Canada, you get very used to going to see football games with no people around. So, uh, and a lot of tournament play, which essentially the last 10 games of our season is just basically a tournament for really fifth position and hopefully a prize of fourth position. I mean, if you look at the point spread between the teams that we are surrounded with, let's say, from Southampton at 34 points to, uh, well, let's say Manchester United at 45 points. That's fifth through 14th. We're all in this fight for fifth. And if any team wins that fight for fifth, they logically could be in contention for that fourth spot with Chelsea, right? So um, as far as the rest of our season, if you want to just say as a football fan, I think it's going to be kind of neat. Uh, look at it like a brand new tournament for the rest of the season where we've all been tiered into position. So, first I mean, fifth could actually get you a Champions League place next year. Yeah, what's going on with that? I've heard all sorts of weird I think, stuff going I think, on. I think, I think Man, Man, City have, Man City have been uh, oh, kicked out, haven't they? Right. Right. Uh, but they are appealing, but the appeal yeah. hasn't gone through yet, so it's still going to be a bit. It's still a bit up in the air, I believe. If Do anybody knows that's... anything different, yeah. does Do anyone think, think there'll actually be any European football next year? That's oh. another. That's just where I was going to yeah. ask. Because you're going across national borders, right? That's different from asking your teams to do uh, a domestic competition where they stay inside of England, or you know. Uh, well, I mean, they, all, they, all, I mean, when when they when they go abroad anyway, they they go by private plane, they park yeah. up, they get in a coach, they go to a hotel which is fairly close to the, uh, yeah, where where we're playing, they do a, a a bit of training the night before, and then they play, and then they get on the plane after the game. So, I don't think there's much of a difference. I mean, if you think look, Arsenal fly to bloody Norwich, right? Uh, there's, what would what, what the difference between flying to Norwich and flying to Paris be, yeah, apart from right. an extra half an hour on the plane? Listen yeah, as we, well. Sorry, go on. No, go on, sorry. Uh, well, here with the uh, with the uh, NHL in North America, the one way they're going to approach it is by having like a destination city. They'll pick like, say, I think it's two, three, possibly four locations where groups of teams will be basically quarantined in that one city and will play their schedule of games within that city, never yeah. leaving, let's say, the quarantine area. So you could find that could be an approach they could take in Europe where you have a host city, say, for instance, and, and the different clubs that are competing go to that host city and and play yet, like I said, that, another tournament. Yeah, that, tournament. yeah. That that wouldn't really fit in with the domestic league at the same time. Oh, you're right. Do you see what I mean? But I mean, yeah. apparently that was actually looked into in finishing off the English Premier League. 
uh, they were looking at uh, doing host areas and taking over hotels and having three or four clubs in the same hotel playing each other, their, yeah. all their games then going sort of thing. So, I mean, that that was rumoured one of the one of it one of the things they was looking at doing to try and get the money out of the TV for companies. Which you is basically what it's all about. That's all it's about. The only reason they're, they're finishing this season is to get the money out of TV companies. Yeah, totally. It's, it's, prob- it's probably important to remember as well the spectre of uh, uh, the possibility of a super league or whatever they wanted to call it, right? I mean if fo- if football suffers as much as it could possibly suffer, um, you could see mm. the birth of that Super League that they always that's wanted. Not, that's not too far away. Uh, all of the uh, all of the top clubs have all got own shares in a media company, uh, which will probably bid for the rights for the next Champions League. Uh, and it will end up definitely within the next five, ten years, it will end up with some form of European Super League type scenario, uh, even if it is based on Wednesdays. Uh, but there will be a, all the top clubs involved in that with no, rele- you know, basically with a no relegation style thing. It will just be. You know, Juventus and the Milans, and it will be Barcelona and Real, and it'll be mm. Arsenal, Man United, Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, and it will be probably Rangers and Celtic. It'll be Ajax. It'll be like the top one or two clubs from every country, mm. uh, and they're all have, like I say, the vast majority of them are all heavily involved in the ownership of a media company which will stream games, and that that's where it's going. Mm. You know, when yeah, I mean, even the fact that there will eventually be streamed season tickets per club. Yeah, uh, of course. The, 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 te- the technology is there. And what the clubs want to do is to, as opposed to uh, getting money off of Sky, is to take control of the money themselves. Uh, so, like Another I say, that, that's all the infrastructure in. Well, that's the that's the thing. The I mean, you, the way that the world is going with regards, to, especially with regards to five G, is you don't necessarily need cabling. Five uh, G is is basically going to make the whole world uh, cable free. So all the cables that Sky have put in and clubs like Arsenal, when we built the ground, we put our own cabling in. So we didn't have to pay for Sky's cables. Uh, like I say, once it goes 5G, there's literally no need for that. Um, Listen, I, I just had a flash. You know, a logical progression of what's going on now with, with no fans being allowed in their stadiums is is where they're going to do exactly what you just said, where they're going to sell you season ticket streams for all of us lower category fans. And then for the category of fan that's uh, considered to be more important than us they'll have private boxes that alone within a stadium there probably won't be much in the way of public access to stadiums oh. in the future I, I now i just had that as a flash thought but i mean could you see that as a possibility 
and then if you introduce 5G, you could have you could have uh, for for uh, you could have that where you know this uh, virtual reality as a fan doing the streaming. You could somehow be there, so to speak, but yeah. not. It's, it's, it, 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 there's there's so much that they they can do, and it, it's like I say, the the options are open, and they are they are planning for that. They are planning for the top clubs in Europe are planning to have their own individual TV deals, and like I say, the technology's place. They've set up the company. Five uh, G makes it a hell of a lot more easier uh, to do. It's uh, but like I say, we'll we'll see when it starts. I mean, my major concern about when it starts is there's less. Obviously, the atmosphere is going to be appalling. Uh, I'm going to watch the. I'm going to personally. We, we we spoke about this today with a group of mates. We're all going to watch the game on Zoom, so we'll have a, we'll set up a Zoom meeting, and we'll commentate between the the eight or nine or ten of us or whatever goes on there, because. There's no even point in telling the volume on the TV and there's no atmosphere and some players respond positively to the atmosphere. Some players Jack respond doesn't. negatively to the to the atmosphere. Uh, and I mean, like I say, even though Merson got absolutely hammered when he was saying, look, Arsenal defenders need the crowd there to make them more honest. He's possibly right. We, we're going to watch a hell of a lot of weird training mm. ground type games. And with regards to the quality of the football, I don't think we're going to see that high quality because the top players, they don't want to do, do it in front of two men and a dog. They want to do it in front of 60,000 people screaming their hearts out at home. So... Like I say, that's what I'm. I guess I'm interested in with that. You know, you're going to see some players that don't necessarily perform on the bigger games, performing on the bigger games because there's less stress and less pressure from the crowd. Yeah, on the same so, point, though, you're going to see players who are going to do the opposite. Some players are training yeah. players who who aren't going to feel the pressure and are going to perform better. So, in balance. Yeah, like I say, it's it's going to be very very odd. I mean, I mean, I I think someone like Lacazette might might shine completely through it. I think I think he might be our one of our star players going into the last few games. Uh, but it, it's just it's just tricky. I mean, like I say, different different people feeds off feed off different emotions and different crowds. You know, like we'll go back to Ian Wright. Ian Wright loved an away goal. Perez loves scoring against Tottenham. You know, Henri loves scoring against Tottenham. You know, are we are they going to get that same will and that same drive when there's not thousands of people cheering them on? It's and also obviously what I haven't seen hardly anybody speak about really is the fact that they've changed the laws on substitutions uh, because later. Is oh, I'll shut up then. Like, well, that's my, fe- yeah, that's my feelings on the breakdown. Let's go. That's, that, was a, that was a wonderful hour and a half, Gav. Excellent. If you can keep your questions a bit answered a bit oh, shorter next time, it'd be lovely. 
That was a good topic to touch on, though, mate. That was a very important subject to talk about, I think. It is. I'm just being mean. That's what I was mean to Gavin. I was mean to you, Corey. All right. It's a good point. I want to clear up some of the stuff in the chat box. Uh, Vinny Vinny Eagle. um, Oh, yeah. He says, uh, if a player has contacted it contracted it whilst they should be isolating then that is a massively irresponsible michael in sweden says hello um archie is uh oh he's talking to rudy uh, oh there you go thunder says so who hasn't put a thumbs up yet i'm just gonna go and have a look at it how many have we got we've got nine up and one down shocking shocking scumbags a lot here and uh i don't know <laughs> I'm just reading some of these. Right, there was another one. Oh, and and some numbers is here. Um, I suppose the ultimate question is how many players in an individual team have to be isolated with COVID 19 before it is seen as unfair? Because we are going to see, like we said at the beginning of the show, the Norwich player, he won't, he's going to have to isolate for seven days and then they'll be retested. So, Nikki, how many players do you reckon? a team can have out before they go, it's unfair that you've got 14 players out. I kind of lost on your gate, but for COVID. Yeah, well, that's what we were talking about earlier, especially if they start going abroad. You know, if, if they come, if they started up football and we went to uh, Europa League or Champions League game or whatever, and then we come back and find out the next day that two Arsenal players have tested positive for it, even if the others haven't, they still have to... Self-isolating. Yeah. yeah. So the whole team could be gone in one in one game, in one event, because they're all on the plane together, they're all on the bus together. And, and until that's a certain team complaining about it, that, I don't think people are going to care that much. I mean, you some of our players, I think that coronavirus would do them quite well, how terrible <laughs> they are. Do you think, Nick, do you think that possibly we might the season might not finish because one team might get it and the team they were playing against they might get it and then if one then it starts spreading? Because like you were saying, if one person gets it, there's a good chance. Plus people could have it and not know they've got it and think they're safe and then give it to their teammates and then it'll spread like wildfire. Do you, know, do you think that's a, a possibility that they'll have to close and um, call the season and go, no, sorry, it's spread too quick. We we're too stupid to start it so soon. Possibly. I think they're just trying to restart football and a few other things to keep people occupied after we come out of lockdown. Because obviously, well, other than some other stuff that's been going on just lately, nothing's really been happening for a long while. And there's probably going to be a second wave of coronavirus sort of spreading out. But to be honest, I think that they only really want to get a couple of games done so they can give Liverpool the title. And that'll be that. I mean, I don't think... We're talking about sponsorships, and we were talking about it earlier. If there's no fans in the stadium, they're not going to want to pay. So, you know, the sponsorships are not going to pay, you know, the money they are. It's not just TV money. So I think Arsenal make about £3 million a match day. I think um, Spurs and a few other London clubs are similar, make a lot of money. And that's not just, like, the the shirt sponsorships. When you actually get into the stadium, you know, you've got the beer sponsorship, there's always a phone sponsorship, a car sponsorship. And whether or not... I mean, some of us are. We think, oh, that sponsors Arsenal. I'll buy that. It doesn't matter if it, it... Once you see the advertisement in the club, it's in your head. I mean, I remember a few years ago when me and my dad went to the Emirates. That's a funny noise. My dad went to the Emirates and he said, what's this silly phone? That's a Huawei thing. And I could, we just <laughs> after, he couldn't say it. And when he got his phone 
contract do. They said, oh, we've got, oh, oh no, that, that's an Arsenal folk. I'll have that. And that's, and that's well, that, that's how, that's that's how, how they know. That's, that's why I Look had the JVC telly back in the 80s. Oh, yeah, JVC TV, Streamcast. Can you give your old man a link to my shop, please? <laughs> <laughs> if, if he buys anything, Jesus <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Um, right, there was another few things that people have talked about. Oh, Archie, um, there we go. Uh, Archie says the verdict is in July. Vinnie Eagle um, says, yeah, they're in July. But it's been quite, Man City have been quoted as saying, we'd rather spend £50 million on lawyers and bankrupts, um, UEFA or FIFA, rather than let them get away with it. Don't need that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh. I'm, I'm still halfway. That's why the Chelsea fan got away with the scumbag. So I'm halfway up the chat. Um, Data says she's looking forward to the games every game. Um, oh, Vinny says Orlando for <laughs> NBA. Don't know what that means. Oh, and then Thunder says uh, Disney for, um, for the NBA, and, and Data says it's Disney World. And then Jason's someone else yelling at you. Jason's yelling at you. Oh Jesus! Uh, someone else made a. Oh come on, where is it? The Mickey Mouse comment. Oh, it's brilliant. Oh no, I've lost it. It's Someone been a few said deleted. No. Oh, here we go. Vinny Eagle says, uh, could play the League Cup there in, in Disneyland, and then it really would be the Mickey Mouse Cup. Yay. Oh <laughs> excellent. Or oh, Loki says Arteta in Legoland makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Rudy says, I'm curious to know how our lineup, especially at our defence, will be against City. They'll be, they'll be in trouble. Right, I'm going to scroll down through the rest of your fans. Oh, Jonathan Porter, that's a new person. Uh, they still raise revenue from stadium fans and football tourism is huge for fans in Asian from Asia. Visit yeah. clubs because they want the match day experience, much like if I went to the USA, I'd go and see the Miami Dolphins play. Couldn't name a single bloody player. But at least yeah. the, the, I'll, I'll be able to get a 9XL shirt that will fit me. Uh, so yeah. um, we're, we're going to go down to... Oh, here we go. Mr. Davis is uh, getting with it. I don't know what he means. Oh, it's, I think he means get on with it. Oh, right, okay. Is it... Uh, anybody know of anybody's birthday today? Mm. Oh, no. No, 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 no one's birthday today. Nicky, no, anyone's no birthday one today? Yes, Jason. Uh, oh, no, no. I can ruin it. Is Johnny Jensen's birthday? I think it might well be. Oh, no, it's, it's Trump's birthday today, isn't it? I think it is. And it is the Queen's no, birthday yesterday. Yeah, I think it is. Echo, volume four. We'll find out in a second. Echo, when Echo. is Donald Trump's birthday? Donald Trump's birthday is on June 14th. It's the same as Jason's. Yes. No, that makes sense. Jason they, is Trump. Oh, they could be twins. They could be twins. They they have the same um, hair. Ah, <laughs> oh, Stefan is there, like you were saying, Corey. Hello, Steph. And uh, Steph actually rang me up and said, I thought I'd give you a ring and see how you're doing during the lockdown because he's a nice man. And we spoke for about half an hour. None of you other fuckers get any ideas and ring me. Uh, oh, here you go. Rudy's I, I phoned you up and you asked me, what do you want? And then you moan that I, I spoke to you for half an hour. Yes, because I don't want to speak to people. Rashan rings up. I say, you've got two minutes. Get on with it. And that's why she hasn't rang me in weeks. I don't want to speak to people. Um, and Rudy's got it right. Uh, oh, here we go. Archie's having a little dig. Ramsey being sold after one year. What a birthday present. 
Loki says happy birthday, Jay. So does Stefan. And oh, uh, Johan Kammer. That's a new name. Not seen that before. Says happy birthday. St Mary's has been blocked off from all fans. Wasn't the Premier League saying that they were going to play the Liverpool Everton game down at St Mary's, and then they've gone, ah, nah, fuck it, play it, play it the way it's meant to be up in Liverpool. Everything will be all right. Fuck, that just shows how much contempt they got for the fans and for the rules and oh. make it up as they go along. This isn't a political podcast. We're going to move on from that. But they don't know what the fuck they're doing. No. Uh, <laughs> Jason, oh, we go. Loki's for Jason and Trump. He's in a pod. <laughs> <laughs> Move on, move on. Yes. Right. Don't say his name again because it's going to be like that movie where you say the name so many times and he appears or whatever. We have to Can't say his what... name because he he hosts the show on on the live show. No, shows. not 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 our Jason. I meant oh, the sorry. the other name. Well, don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> be like um, that bloke you look in the glass, the mirror, don't you? Say Edward Scissorhands. No, no, not Scissorhands. Scissors hands. Candyman. Can don't say it. <laughs> Candy man. Candy man. Yeah, yeah. Candy man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, stop. Uh, I digress. <laughs> so as a Chelsea fan there, being nice, that can't last. We'll leave it there. We don't mind fans from other teams, but we're not going to have people being oh, Julian Salmon has been uh, mean about the Welsh, but he is Welsh, so I think he yeah. gets away with that. I think that's how it works. Um <laughs> Jonathan Potter's put scouts are collateral damage. <laughs> That's fair enough. Good comment. Right, moving on to the next point, which is gonna be uh quick one. Gav, don't do an hour on this. We're starting with you, Gav. Expectations for the rest of the season for the league and the the FA Cup, because we're still in both. We are in the FA Cup, people. As hard as that is to believe. I'll give anyone fifty quid if they can tell us who we're playing. Sheffield United. Yeah. What did you think about the league and yeah. the FA Cup? Shit, you were quick on that draw. Uh, I'll have the 50 quid Dan do you want my PayPal no doubt yes I certainly do okay it's like a thousand Canadian dollars <laughs> that is it. What's, your thoughts on, what's your thoughts on the FA Cup and the Premier League Gav? What, what do you want uh, what do you think is going to happen I know what you want you want us to win both stupid question what do you think well yeah I'll be honest with you I'm not really overly bothered I wouldn't mind seeing a few good games of football I'm looking forward to having a and a chat and a laugh with me mates while the game's going on. I'm of a firm believer that they should have just cancelled the just cancelled the football until August September time. I don't think it particularly counts without fans in the ground. Uh, yeah, so whatever happens happens really. I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to watch the Arsenal games. I won't watch any other game apart from Arsenal, but I'll literally treat them exactly the same as I would watching a pre-season friendly. Um. As far as I'm concerned, the season's over. Because we're a nice podcast, I'm going to read this one from the Chelsea FC person. says, FA Cup winners and send West Ham back to the Championship and fourth will do. West Ham in the Championship. Imagine how they'll cope with that. First Spurs go bankrupt, then West Ham because they can't afford that stadium they were given for free. Uh, Corey, what's your mm. expectations or hopes for the for the um, the upcoming season, the, the rest of it? Um, my hopes are that fifth position. I think we can. I think we've got as good a chance as any other team in that spread that I talked about, fifth through fourteenth. Uh, we play several of them in in our run. We have the game in a, a, a game in hand. Uh, so, if you're asking me what my expectations are, I'm going to set it at that fifth position there. And 
as far as the season, I agree with Gav. I mean, like the season is over for me. I'm trying to be positive and the way I'm approaching it is just looking at it like it's a tournament. And uh, as I said earlier, a lot of tournament football that I've seen has been kind of with no fans. So really, honestly, that part doesn't bother me so much. I understand the, the pressure's effect on players. And yes, I do agree. But the, the uh, quality of game we're going to see has been affected just through the break. But I think somebody said that yesterday has been 100 days since the last game played. Three months and a week, you know. Uh, what, how long have they been back training officially? One month? Four weeks? Uh, Something like that. You know, so uh, I don't... You, you, I, you, the quality of football is going to be uh, lower yes, but it's going to be equally lowered throughout those clubs. Obviously, there's going to be a weight towards the uh, the richer clubs. Manchester United, Arsenal aren't rich, but I sure... It's, like, it's just... It, what, I mean, whatever happens, it's not a true season. I mean, we've got Tyranny will be back playing. Uh, Tottenham have put, to, yeah, basically. I mean... Tottenham, Tottenham have got uh, Harry Kane, who probably wouldn't have played again this season, and uh, Son oh. back. Uh, okay. It's it's just it's just not a true reflection of the season. What whatever happens, and not at all, not at all. So yeah, but like I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. It'd be nice to see Arsenal on the TV again, and it'd be nice to have something else to talk about without the the problems in the world and the problems in the you know. UK and America at the moment, etc. To 100%. But, yeah. but like I say, it's, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm going to watch the Arsenal games. I'm not going to watch anything else. It, it's, it's just not a true reflection of how this season would have panned out, whatever happens. Hmm. Nick, um, before I, I ask you and your opinion, I haven't asked you already, have I? No. no. Someone has said here, that, <laughs> talking about the FA Cup, I can't remember who it was, but someone said they've heard 10,000 um, tickets will be given to each club. And then uh, Julian Salmon says, uh, could the FA Cup final be played with maybe a crowd of twenty or 30,000? So what do you reckon to the, what's going to happen at the FA Cup final? And what's your expectations for us for the season? Well, I don't know if they could really play with any fans because they're just about saying, oh, we'll have so many rows of people standing next to each other and gaps and stuff so you could social distance. No matter what happens, when that full-time whistle go, everyone will just bolt next to each other to get out the door anyway. So whether or not, I don't, if they could, especially at Wembley, if they put everyone up at the top tiers and then let them go up like two at a time or something, and did it like that, but that'd take even thirty thousand people. That'd take probably two, three hours to get people in and out safely. And that's, it's not just the seats where we're sitting; that's the tunnels as well. I think that's what they were talking about before. Why some stadiums couldn't hold the games because the tunnels were so small, and the players would be like, you know, walking into each other just to get out and stuff like the same as Anfield. They go and slap that um this is Anfield sign every time they go out so they're all that's the exact one other right when you said that that's the first um, running tunnel I yeah. thought of I mean I said earlier I don't think they should have any fans in until they've got some kind of vaccine because it's not you know most of us who would get it you know a high percentage we're going to be fine and but we haven't got to think about that we've got to think of the other percentage I mean I said to my mother she said oh why don't you go visit 
your nan in the old people's home. I was like, you're choking in. Yeah, I don't want. I know. I don't think I've got. It. I, I think I've had it, but does that mean I can get it again? I don't know. Could I still mm. contract it and have no symptoms because I've built up a certain immunity to it? I mean, I don't want to pass anything on to anyone else, and you know, off them. Unlike half of ABW is passing off stuff off to, off to un, unsuspecting mm-hmm. ladies. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but you say expectations of them. I've, I've got nothing, mate. To be honest, I've, I've, Arsenal broke me years ago. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to win the FA Cup. It's been an Arsenal fan. Yeah, I'd like to win the FA Cup because I care about winning trophies and stuff. Yeah. I mean, we were in the Champions League for twenty years on the trot and never won it. So to get and, and the last time we we're in it, we got spanked five-one twice. You know, yeah. I don't. You know, we're obviously not good enough to be in that competition. So what you know to, to somehow get and if we did get in there, our owners wouldn't either let us spend enough of our own money to buy the players we need to compete, and he definitely wouldn't put his own money in either. So what what is the point of going into a competition that we've got no chance of winning? The only thing we'd get is some extra TV money coming in. And that's why I think he won't spend the money because what do we get? Maybe 40, 50 million Champions League money or something like that. I mean, that's that's nothing compared to what we get in the Premiership now. 10, 15 years ago, when we had to make top four to pay for the Emirates and stuff like that, it was worth, I think you would get more for the Champions League than you would for the Premiership. You know, prize money and TV money. But now it's completely the other way. So that's why I said, as a... You know, you look at Arsenal as a business, even though people don't like that word, or as a company, why would you spend, you know, 200 million or whatever on players in the summer to try and get 50 million out of the Champions League the following season? That doesn't make sense financially. And it doesn't always guarantee that either. I mean, we've seen Chelsea spend silly money and add a year or two out. I mean, even Man City, that took them a while to stay in the Champions League and they were spending you know stupid amounts of money on players because a lot of them were just mercenaries but yeah if we can win the FA Cup I think that'd be we won the FA Cup when Corona was going on but whether it's Europa League Champions League not that fussed Mm, I'm a bit apathetic about the whole thing. I'm just it's going to watch it because it's on. I've watched a couple of German games. I was watching one at the weekend uh, during the week where they superimposed a crowd onto the seats. I heard it was all squiggling out of line. It was. What did, that's what I heard. How Was it awful or what? You know, sensible soccer on the Amiga. Yeah. Uh, or kick off the whole crowd, or they went, couldn't make anything out. I thought, well, it kind of worked because if you, if you um, was looking at, if like I watch sit here and watch my the computer and I'll have the big telly on, and then it, I was, if I was watching it like that, you can hear the sounds of the crowd, which I think worked, and you could just about see there was crowd there. But if you had a look, good look, you go, what the hell's going on there? It looks, it looks wonky, but needs a I suppose. Were they using like video of fans' heads, or was it was it cartoon like it animated? You couldn't, you couldn't make out it was human beings. It was just a load of multicolors. I think it was like meant to be a really badly out of focus cartoon faces. Yeah, it was mainly yeah. oranges and reds and yellows. So I'm not even sure what it was. So I mean, I was looking, 
Did you see, did you see the uh, the stadium in Germany that did the one where fans were able to send like a cutout hmm. or they sent a photo or something like that and they were put on a cutout on each of the seats and I've did not you seen see that? that? No, but I've seen that people you can buy your own FIFA version of like FIFA 20 that you can get your own card and it was giant cutout cards like that of people's faces and you could just mm. you could represent yourself in the stadium I think that's a good yeah. idea but like Nicky was saying if you've got thousands of people sending those in how is that the amount of hours to like Nicky was saying two or three hours to go and lay them all pick them all up move them around again and yeah Dude, I just I'm... think with all this playing fan noise and fake fans and music or whatever they're doing I mean I've, I mean I've watched it but you watch like the wwe and the wrestling and stuff like that, oh, that it's, it's not busy but just own it you're not going to get the fans so go in a completely different way i don't get mic up all the players mic up the refs just let us see what they're doing we can we can laugh at how they're talking or not talking to each other just get you know let's say get on with mm, it yeah, no, I, agree, I, yeah. I, I mean we'll i mean we were talking earlier. We are actually going to see other defence communicating to each other. You know, does Ozil go missing during the game and half of our own mm. players call him a twat, a lazy twat? We're going to find <laughs> out, aren't we? <laughs> it's not being that much of a... I yeah. agree. That is awesome to listen to, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, going back years ago when they didn't tell Arsenal when we were playing that match, they didn't tell them that the ref was mic'd up or they told the other team, but they didn't tell... Arsenal, and then obviously we had Tony Adams screaming like a little girl because <laughs> Do you remember the days when the guys actually didn't even talk all that much? They used to have. Did you remember watching football when the the commentators would just commentate? They weren't. They were less opinion, and they would just tell you. Yeah, you know, what's going That's on. What... There would be long pauses, and yeah, there's a lot more fan noise then. Yeah. Another way to look at it, though, is in the past couple of years, you might know this, Danny, is uh, in the U.S. there was a story came out where uh, in one of the NFL stadiums, they were piping music in. Now, they do this because obviously the noise doesn't allow the opposing quarterback to communicate to his team. And they, but it was a bit of a. You know, it was a bit of a, a funny story, and it was embarrassing to a certain degree, I think. And so it's interesting now that they're giving us this piped-in music, or sorry, piped-in fan noise. And do you, can they hear the fan noise in the stadium, like the players, or is it just for us on the TV? I think it's just for the TV. Right, right. What if... What if what if they had a way that the fans say through a microphone could cheer, and it was all piped into the stadium? Could they do that? I think that might be a little bit triple X at times. Put <laughs> 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 Jason on there. Oh dear! Imagine that. Right. Next thing I want to talk about is um, just to mention that the game is eight fifteen on Wednesday night on Sky Sports, and it's not free. No one is surprised by the fact it's not free. The only game you're going to get free is going to be Norwich v Southampton or something like that. Some of the, the smaller teams. Um, we're going to skip Wasn't that, that one. one that was originally supposed to be on Sky anyway? Yeah, of course it was, yeah. I mean, that was it was, yeah. Missing game. The game that never was. Um, right, we're going to start with... Uh, we talked about the FA Cup, if anyone cares. the uh, We're meant to play away at Sheffield United at 5pm on Saturday, the 27th of June. So that's um, two weeks from yesterday. 
So uh, that would be interesting. Yeah, the semi-quarterfinals, uh, Sheffield United, Arsenal will win that. Norwich, Man United, uh, Man United win that. Leicester, Chelsea, mm, debatable. Mm. Leicester, a bit of dodgy form coming into the end of the first part of the season. And then Newcastle, Man City, Man City will win that. So the semi-final is probably going to be no one we Arsenal, can Arsenal, Chelsea, Man United, Man City. Oh, that would be a surprise, wouldn't it? All them warm balls mm. picking up. Like, oh, I want to quickly cover is the, the warm-up games, Corey. Arsenal six, Charlton nil, Eddie and Ketia with three, um, Obama Young, Lacazette and Willock all scored one each. The starting lineup was Leno in goal, Bellerin right back, Tierney left back, Mustafi and Louise at centre back. And then in midfield, Guendouzi, Maitland Niles, Nelson and Ozil. So I, don't, I think that'd be quite hard to know exactly where Maitland Niles and Nelson were going to play. But you think, you probably think a little bit. One, maybe one of them a little bit wide because you had a Bummer Young and Lacazette playing up front. And then everybody was changed at halftime. So all those players only scored, only only played 45 minutes. So Nketiah to score a hat-trick in 45 minutes, that's, that's pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, and the only thing we were able to see of, uh, visually of, it, of that game was videos going around, you know, two, three-minute videos. And I, I did see clips of the goals. Uh, the Lacazette goal was really nice. I believe it was set up by... Willock, I want to say. No, Maitland Niles, I think, assisted that goal. But, uh, and actually, Maitland Niles, on the short clips, he seemed to be in amongst all of the clips, so to speak. So, uh, if there's any indication that maybe he, he did well in that game, obviously, it's nice to hear and see the goals and Kedia scored to hear that he's pounding well, him. In. He's, he's, he's playing in the middle now, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's, he's obviously, he's obviously, he's yeah. He's obviously spoke to Arteta, and he's and sh- he wants to, he wants to play in the, he wants to play in the midfield. So I'll be shocked if we see him next season. Really, I'll be very I'll be very very shocked if you know if he gets a lot of game time, and indeed if we see him next year. But he said he don't want to play right back, so Arteta might might give him the chance. Who knows? Yeah. Okay, um, and, and there's, of course, that story floating around about him uh, possibly being sold. But I don't know mean, if you can't believe anything we're hearing right now as far as that's concerned, because everything's so crazy up in the air about money. No one knows. I, think I, 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 basically, I basically think that there isn't a single player at Arsenal who would not be sold yeah. at the end of once this season finishes if the money's right. Yep, if the money's right, the they will sell anybody. Sadly, the, one I, sure. the one I could see happening is the Lacazette out and uh, Thomas Party in. But you want to talk about transfers later, don't you? Yeah, I've got, got a list of them. Nick, yeah. second half, Martinez came on. Um, Mari, Socrates holding Kalasinic. So that looks like Mari might have played right back there. Um, then uh, Xhaka, Willock, Pepe, Ceballos came on. We all know where they play. Martinelli and Enketia. Surprising if Martinelli had 45 minutes that he didn't score a goal. That's a little bit weird. But then the next game, Nick, um, we lost 3-2 at home to Brentford. At home. It's not really a home game, is it? Um, Willock and Lacazette. So Willock got his second goal in two games. So did Lacazette. And the lineup was Leno in goal, Bellerin right back, Mari, Mustafi centre-back, uh, Tierney left back, Ceballos and Willock in central midfield, Pepe on the right, uh, look like Saka on the left and Aubameyang and Nketiah playing up front. I, that was the starting lineup, and that's the only kind of sense I can make out of 
out of those uh, the starting eleven. What was your thoughts on that game? People were going, "Oh no, we we beat um, Charlton six uh, six nil, and then we lose to Brentford three uh, two. I wasn't convinced by it that we any, that meant anything to either either of the results other than players. All the players are getting run outs. Every player that was injured, apart from Chambers, has back and has played probably best part of an hour each. That's it's all got to be good things, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I I didn't really watch. I tried watching the highlights on um, the website, but it looked like someone had been filming it with their iPhone, mm-hmm. and it was just shaking yeah. about. I thought I can't see anything, so I thought, no, I can't. Be. I got about a minute in. I thought I can't make out who who anyone is. I think they didn't have the names on the shirts either. So and the yeah, angles for what they yeah. were showing, you couldn't really see anything. All I know is Arteta said after the game. Because I looked on that, he just said we did try a lot of different things in the second half, which is probably good because if we'd have tried that against Man City, they'd have probably scored eight against us if we'd have tried that. Mm-hmm. So it's best that you know he's tried. He's had a while now to work out what he wants to do and what his first team or first fifteen or whatever players is going to be. So with these friendly games, they, they don't really mean anything. So we'll we'll just have to see what happens against City. There's quite a few of the other teams played. I know um, one of the teams won. Oh, Man United won. I think six or seven nil. And then someone went, "Yeah, you played your reserves." So what does that how does that show? Uh, then I think Man United went and lost to West Brom. Uh, quite most teams are playing. You take all of these results mean absolutely nothing, do they? They're just all it is. Everyone's playing. Everyone's getting time, and that's the most important part of it. Um, Ellis is busy arguing with a Chelsea fan about which team is the biggest um, based around Robert Fleck Scotland legend Uh, there you go here's one for you uh, Nicky from Ellis he says uh, which would you get the PS5 or the Xbox Series X I'm going to hook up my Sega Saturn again (sighs) don't fuck around that boy Uh, Gav which one are you going to get or are you still on the Atari 2600 Uh, no no well I had a a bloody ZX Spectrum mate uh, no, we actually bought a uh, we bought an Xbox last week. What for, Tico? Is he? You don't know how to work that. It's got buttons. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, I believe it or not, I've I've played about twenty minutes of some racing game. And, oh, I thought uh, that. I've no idea, Dan. No need yeah. to swear though. Right. Sorry, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no. But on the bright side, the kids don't see them anymore. Yeah, good. That's yeah. their god. Yeah. Complete bright side. I don't. I just, you know, I calculated the other day that I saw my, that without leaving the house, yeah, or the or the flat rather, I saw my son for forty five minutes. Oh, it's the dream. You wait. Just keep an eye out that you don't get your credit card bill of like three grand of Fortnite currency and FIFA coins. If if that ha- if that happens, I will be seeing them zero minutes. If if you do need to buy stuff online, Gav, go and buy the cards, the um the, the Xbox points cards. No, no, I don't care. The only thing I care about the Xbox is A it works and B I get peace and quiet. Lovely. Uh, Corey, That's all I care. Have yes, you sir. are you a, are you a gaming man? Yes, sir. Although Ooh. I don't play so much anymore because my brain can't keep up with the visual <laughs> eyeball <laughs> buzzing stuff, but yeah. I'm more of a, a football simulator manager kind of guy than a shoot 'em up kind of guy. So, that's, mm. but I I have a PS4 and I will always go with Sony. So, there you what go. Like, things like football manager. 
Sorry? Yeah, well, I, you can't play Football Manager, on, I have found, on the PS4, but I do obviously have FIFA. But uh, And I just, what do you call it? Uh, you play the manager career and basically simulate your games. Like Jeff it's, says, it's FIFA is not real life, so we will move on before correct, someone correct. shouts at me. Um, right, now we're going to move on to the, the juicy. How long have we been going? An hour. We've got the, the juicy part. I've, I've, I've titled it, bolded it, and underlined it called transfer oh. stuff you're ready one hour in here comes the good bit uh so we have got um what's this done there oh no wrong one yeah um start with you nick uh may 20 or start of all of you put your hand up if you have heard of our latest signing um in may 2020 george lewis uh midfielder winger from larvik in norway on a free transfer no. yeah like i've followed him since he was like 11 like every day, I've watched he is him. eleven. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's how I followed him since he was eleven. No, never heard of him. Not really sure where Norway is. Oh, okay. Well, a little bit of information on him. The most important thing, he is Rwandan. Now, I don't know why you'd have a Rwandan at Arsenal for any reason other than we have shirt sponsors by them. Uh, they don't have a very good national team here. This Larvik, a Norwegian third division team, he spent time recently in the fifth division of Norwegian football and did absolutely nothing. So I think this is uh, more related to his international team and uh, who is our Spursha shirt sleeve sponsor. Still didn't get that right. So uh, good luck to him. You never know. It might be. They've had a couple of young players who come in to fill a hole and then done all right. Um, right, Gav, Aaron Ramsey, leaving Juventus after one season. They signed him for £400,000 a week on a four-year deal, which mm -hmm. is £83.2 pound. Now then, apparently he's up for loan or up for transfer for about £30 million quid. Yes or no? Well, back to us. <laughs> yeah. No. No, his, his injury record, his, his injury record is appalling. Mm. Yeah. No, no, it, it won't happen. Uh, Nick, are you any thoughts? Actually, go, go, go Corey next because I'm trying to make it in some kind of, you don't answer too many back-to-back. -back. Corey, what on do you Ram think? On Ramsey? Yeah. No, no. Um, I loved the guy and I, I was, when he came to us, I was so happy and I hoped so much for him and I've never felt so disappointed well i can't say that there's been several players in the arsenal that i felt very disappointed over but him i still love but no there you go nick got some stats for you that i tweeted on the uh, the 12th of june so many people called it i tweeted i didn't tweet out because you can only tweet out juventus to sell ramsey after one season in serie a started nine games came on as a sub six times missed 11 games through i think nine games through injury two unused sub champions league started to honest sub three times missed two games so for the entire season he started 11 games and one cup game and mm, for the entire bargain. season all competition played 90 minutes once mm. what are your thoughts nick well Tip. he has but you know it's not i know jason loves him and, that, and he's one of his mates I you know because they're from noticed. wales but his injury record is terrible uh, you know he, he had one really good exceptional season where he scored quite a few goals and yeah love the he scored two FA Cup final winning goals so he's gonna go down possibly an Arsenal legend for that but he's just he was just always injury prone you see how Juventus get a player yeah they got him on a free they thought it's worth a try no, nope, he's still injured, and they ship him out after one season. I mean, how many years did we try and keep 
you know, Diaby, Riziki, you know, the injured players all the time. And they just take up a number in the squad, which means everyone else seems to be picking up more injuries because they're carrying, you know, their the extra weight of playing more games because no one else can do anything. I mean, look at other teams like Man United when they had Hargreaves. He got a bad injury. And they got, and then they just let him leave. They didn't keep trying to get him fit. Bastinjic, like, another one they got rid of. Um, let's see, um, Ibrahimovic got injured. Then they got, they showed him the door. Yeah, maybe yeah. we could learn a thing or two but about. But Juventus have been doing that a lot, just like didn't they buy um, Emre Chan or get Emre Chan from Liverpool on a free? And that, did they loan him out or did they sell him in the end a year later? The successful, the successful clubs are ruthless, is what you're getting yeah. at. I think that, that yeah, of course, that's what we've got to do. We've got to play the transfer market and get clever and a bit more dirty. You know, it's long gone are the days where you'll you get a player, we'll either sign him at like 19, 20, and he'll stay at us for 10, 15 years and then possibly go off to America for a couple of years and retire, you know. If you can have a player for three years, four years, you're doing well. But you've got a plan for this. You can't get yourself where you're in trouble. And you know you you like. I mean, are we talking about Aubameyang a bit later? Yep. So we'll talk about him later or now. Um, well, hold on. Uh, Emre Can Chan Emre went to Juventus, played a season and a half, went out on loan to uh, I forgot what team it was. Now I just looked it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Neal says uh, Rambo is my favourite player. But the club needs to move on. Uh, Emre Chan, Chan is in Germany, I believe. Oh, he's with Dortmund. Of course he is. Yeah. I forgot about that. It's my only my German team. Uh, Julian Salmonson, Salmon says, Ramsey, another ox. There uh, we go. Um, Hayley Hollis, Ra- Jace to play Ramsey's fee in loans from ABW donations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have a job because we turned off all monetization and all donations in, I think, March I'm sure we turned them all off. There was one in, in Jace's uh, last show, last live show. Might have been. I don't know. Anyway, we turned it all off. If you've got money, you want to give it away. Don't give it to us. You can't give it to us. I've turned it off. But, yeah, there's plenty of charities out there that food banks and things like that, they all need your help. And uh, shop local because uh, they're going to need your money so they don't go bankrupt. Don't go to Tesco's or Amazon. Scumbags. But do go to Lidl and say hello to Sean. She's working at five at the moment. What a trollop. Uh, here we go. Uh, Jonathan Porter. Juventus will do well to shift him. He was linked to Spurs. Kane is their, their top earner on 200k. Ramsey on 400k and injury prone. Yeah, it's, uh, here we go. Rudy has put, I like Ramsey. Good character, but his injury record is appalling and his wages is insane in his membrane. Uh, here we go. Could, Matt Roberts could has you put, imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine the nightmare he would have if he went and played at Tottenham? I mean, come on. I don't think he would. would. No, of course he would. He'd it would just be awful. Uh, um, Matt Roberts has put Matuidi is out of contract soon. Juve will have a midfield conundrum. I do like a good conundrum. Uh, I agree with I agree with what Rudy says right here, where Party is using us to get a big contract at Atletico. Far too many players have done this in the in the past few seasons. I, mm. I hate this. He's Do got I, his stuff on and he's shaking his booty out the window at Arsenal, and he has no intentions of giving us a feel. That's not mm. happening. Is Atletico just going to offer him more money? But they're in a, a club in in transition at the moment, aren't they? If uh, if um, 
Diego Simeone doesn't win the Champions League this season, I think he'll be out. But they've got a good side. They've got a good chance. So, um, right, moving on to the next bit. Nicky, you were saying um, about Aubameyang. Um, not going to do that one. Not doing that one. Uh, yes, Aubameyang has been saying that he uh, hasn't been offered a contract, Nick. What do you think is going to happen there? Would you sell him on? Because we paid, what was it, 58 million for him. We're not getting that back. We even needs one more, one more huge payday because I think he's on about 200 grand a week. You've got kids there, Nick. Oh, so that was me. <laughs> yeah, Nick he wants your credit card, mate. He wants some Fortnite money. <laughs> yeah, well, all he's got away with is a wet wipe. Oh. <laughs> Sad times. Yeah, Nicky, what do you think is going to end up happening with Young? Is he going to, is he firstly going to stay? And if he stays, is he going to get the kind of money that him and his wanky agent are trying to milk the club for? Because he is by far one of the greatest players we've had in Premier League history at Arsenal. Um, whether he manages to produce that on a game-to-game basis, I don't know, but he is definitely magnificent, isn't he? Without him, where would we be? We'd be down the bottom of West Ham. Well, it depends who else we, if we'd have bought someone else differently when we signed him. Don't could have the situation with logic. How dare well, you? I mean, to be honest, mate, we're stuffed no matter what we do because if we let him go on a free next season, everyone will complain we left him on a free like we did with Ramsey. If we give him the massive money, like Ozil money, people will complain about like that. And to be honest, at 30-31, his form will probably dip a bit if, if we add him for another three or four seasons. And if we sell him to anyone, obviously worse if, like, you know, when we sold... Van Persie and that you know, people are going to complain about that. That's there's nothing, there's no, no, no way we can really win. But we just got to make. I mean, he has been offered a contract. I mean, I remember at the start of the season, was it Van Persie went on um, BT and said Arsenal never offered him a deal. Yet in that statement on his official website, he said that Arsenal did offer him a deal and it wasn't about money. So you got to take all the stuff in the papers and the tabloids, it, it's, it's just a load of crap until it happens. Yeah. He'll either stay or he'll go. And I'm not fussed either way. At the moment, Everyone lies. They're all lying. Well, of course it's they do. Crazy. I mean, I remember back in the day, years ago, you'd see an Arsenal player. Monday, he's going to Man City. Tuesday, he's going to Man United. Wednesday, he's going to Chelsea. Come Friday, he signed a new deal. I think, oh, that's, you changed your mind, mate. And you talk about indecisive. But they they just got to print something, so most of it they'll just make up. I mean, he's. I think we've said to him what we want. He said what I want, and now that's we're just at like a stalemate. And his agent will be putting stuff in papers and online, trying to make Arsenal cave in. And the problem is, we should start playing the game a lot more. Yeah. You know, I can't remember the last time we forced someone out of the club. Which, I'm not saying you want to be like that, but we tried to sort of force Ozil out last year, or Emery did, and, for, and we couldn't get rid of him. You know, if we'd have, we could have got rid of him if we wanted to, but we didn't lot lose money or pay to get rid of him. But we've got to try and we've got to start playing this game now because unfortunately we're not guaranteed to be finishing first or second like we were in the nineties when it was just us and Man U. You know, there's a lot more clubs with a lot more money than us, and if Newcastle get that as well, that's going to be we're going to be even more difficult to get anywhere near the top of the Premiership. So we've got to start 
And we're talking about all these players from abroad or Upper Meccano and Party and all these players I've never heard of. We've got to start looking further down the Premiership, maybe in some of the Championship, because the we've never—I don't think Arsenal for years have ever struggled with the flair and the technical players and you know the flashy players. And I got—we've always struggled with you know steel and organization and stuff. Like you look in the chat, like the lower half of the Premiership and then the Championship. There's loads of players there that could do what we need them to do. But obviously, because they're not the really expensive European Hollywood signing that everyone want, people write them off all the time. But when Liverpool did that, when they bought a load off of Southampton and a few other lower clubs to build a foundation first, and then they added your Mo Salas and your Rubinho, you know, all those players on top of it. And that's what we've got to do. We're long gone where we could just buy two players and we're going to win the Premiership. Archie has uh, he's singing from the Jason Himbert. Raul and Vinay have blood on their hands, which uh, they have a lot to answer for. There's uh, Rudy makes a really good point. We can't play Alba, pay Alba like we did with Özil. He's 30 years old and wants a, a big last contract. We can't offer that. I mean, if you're out, um, a bummer young and you look at the state of Arsenal at the moment, you go, well, without me, this club is fucked, and I'm on nearly half the amount of money that Özil is on. So. That's probably why his agents are going, well, you deserve that if they can afford to pay him. But then someone else said that um, now, after all this, the um, the, the situation that's going on, that um, we can't, all contracts are not going to be the same as they were before. Haley makes a good point here. Says, uh, if he wants more than 250 grand a week uh, for over, uh, a week for over three years, I would move, I would look to move him on and reinvest that the 20 to 30 million we may get back into midfield. I think it's, it's sad that we've got to that stage, Corey, where one of the, uh, I mean, there's not many Arsenal players in recent, in the Premier League history that you would put above a bummer young, is there? With the, 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 no. Stability and everything. Yeah, and for that reason, I'd rather play with Lacazette than play with. uh, uh, Sorry, bad choice of words. I'd rather deal with Lacazette and give a figure whatever you got to do to get Alba to keep him. I mean, because you can move him into the striker position, which frees up slots to give Saka a contract. You could tell Saka that you're going to play him. Whereas if you get rid of Obama, well, I guess Obama, Obama, Obama Yang. There you go. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm trying to say. Sorry, I lost my train of thought there for a second. But um, we don't need two world-class, well, really top-level strikers playing in. I don't in think so. Struggling. I don't think so. We've, we've, even when before, when we, when we first had them in the previous season, the argument was always, oh, could they play together? And they've never truly played together because they've never actually really, well, maybe once or twice played as a duo. They've had to move Obama Young out of position technically to a winger position to play them on the field together. Now you said, because see, uh, who is it here? S- uh, Archie has said Saka's the big worry, and this this is key because mm. with Obama Obama Young's age at thirty one, he's prime, but obviously resale is gone. Whereas with Saka, you have so many edges on that sword. You you obviously have. Uh, your investment in his resale, but he's a product of our academy, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's been in the academy since the age of eight. And if I'm right, if we were to lose a 
player like that at this point of his career where we've invested so much time on him. I don't think, I think this is the most important deal we have to deal with. And if it means freeing up money because you by selling somebody like Lacazette, then fair enough. Because the, I think if you look at the record of, between Obama Young and Lacazette, Obama Young's more reliable for us. He's the one we need. Aubameyang will be 31 in four days. According to what? Wikipedia, it says he's 31, yeah. but then he's aged about, up. What about Lacazette? Lacazette is 29, and he isn't 30 until the 20... Oh, he's 30, he was 29, 28th of May. So he's already had his birthday, so he's 28 for nearly another year. Well, he still has a decent resale value. And you know he's interested in... Uh, Spain. He, yeah, he loved Atletico Madrid, right? He he did. He'd love to go to another club, but I, I know he was for some reason quite attached to his time at uh, Atletico. So I thought he agreed to go like in principle, and then they got a transfer ban, so he ended up coming to us. I remember us. that. You're right, aren't you? Yeah. Mm, yes. Right. Um, Gav, question for you. People are just talking about Saka. How important is Saka to not only the team, but to being one of us, being at the club his entire life, coming through like the olden days, like you and me are always harping on about, where mm. he's uh, a gunner who's, who's been supporting the club his whole life, been there for like time of saying since he was eight. How important is it to keep him? Because if he left, like people are going to, there's, there's going to be, there's going to be starts and fingers yeah. pointing. Yeah, I mean, obviously, his agent isn't the uh, the nicest person in the world by all accounts, especially what everybody saw what his agent was up to on that uh, Sunderland thing that was on Netflix. Oh, was that uh, the young lad who their top goal scorer, and he ended up saying, "Yeah, I might sign, I might sign," then he fucked off to France. Yeah, they they in the end the club had to sell him in in December because he in January because he wouldn't sign a contract, and because they lost his goals, they didn't get promoted. Uh, and the bloke they did get him, they paid over too much for, and he was shit. Will, yeah. Will well, exactly. But I mean, everybody knew they had a few quid and you know stitched them up. Yeah. Uh, Zach, the signing Zach and getting Zach to sign a new deal isn't just what it says about us uh, and him and him as a player. Uh, it says everything for the whole of his generation of players because uh, there's two or three or four or five players coming through the youth team that are very, very highly rated, as you know, as highly rated as Saka was last year. So it kind of almost sets a precedent uh, yeah. with regards to that, that you, know, you can sort of get into the Arsenal first team, don't sign a deal, and at 21, when your contract expires, you know, sign for, uh, you know, Get a nice sort of transfer, free, you know, free transfer deal away to someone else and get big money. So it kind of does that, really. Uh, I would have thought that the interview that Arteta did a couple of weeks ago, uh, I think it was Ryan Wright, and he said, "Well, he said the first important thing with before the money is does this player really want to play for Arsenal? And if you really want to play for Arsenal, then." then we'll talk money, but that's the priority. So I think really that's hopefully something that Arteta has dealt with over this this lockdown period is actually speak to him and give Saka an idea of where he'll be as a player next season, the season after, the season after that. And if Saka's buying into that dream, then 
like I say, then hopefully the numbers will add up. But like I say, my main worry would be is if his agent does get the better of him uh, and the better of common sense, uh, look, it will it will just affect us with other young players in the years to come. That's the problem. And it's, uh, I know we, we should be positive, but we can just see him going. Um, uh, here we go, Haley's put, curious if Saka would stay for 70 grand a week for three or four years with bonuses from goals, assists, matches played. Nicky, do you think he would? Probably. He's one of those greedy ones that's going to go, no, I want 150 grand because that's a much promise, I'm sure. I don't think so at 18. I think it... Yeah, it's good for the agents to make sure the players are looked after because, yeah, and there is a lot. It's probably the power has shifted completely to the players where years ago it was all on the clubs and they would sell you even if you didn't want to be sold, even if you didn't want to go and you were playing well. If they got an offer they wanted for you, they'd get rid of you because that's what that is. And it was, and it was written into your contract. If, if they get a certain amount of money, you're gone. There's nothing you could do. I remember... Was it, uh, didn't Seaman get told, sold to Birmingham from QPR like the first day of training? And they said to him, well, I don't want to leave. I just bought a house. I'm, I'm happy here. And they were like, no, off you go. So, you know, I don't know if we could – I mean, I talked about giving him 70 grand. You can't do that. I mean, we did that before in the last, like, Project Youth where we were giving all the kids big money before they've actually done it. Oh, like, that I mean, he has 40 grand a week. Yeah, 40, 50 grand, which I know it doesn't seem a lot now. I mean, it is a lot of money, but compared to what a lot of the other clubs are playing. But if if we're going to actually let him be part of the side and Artesa says, I'm going to play you, yeah, that should be more important than him with money because he could easily go somewhere else and sign mm. somewhere for them and then it's, their it's, manager it's, could get sacked and then he doesn't get played. And then in a few years, he's dropped down the leagues because people forgot about him. It's a it's a double it's a double edged sword though because if you are playing regularly for the first team at Arsenal, you can't be playing on twenty thirty grand a week because on the three, play, because it, because it, it's it's going to cause upset. He's on what three grand a week? Yeah. No, the, no. The, basically, the all of the under twenty three squads and all of the as soon as they get to eighteen, the majority of them are on ten grand a week. As soon as they get to eighteen. He's probably on about 30 grand a week at the moment and he's getting appearance money and bonuses and all sorts of loads of shops. How much do you think so, his basic is, is a week then? I mean, his basic, basic is probably 30 grand a week. Yeah, but then there would have been news that he's, he signed an extended contract there, wouldn't there? And it hasn't. It's, it's well, well, okay, basic. He's probably, like I say, he's getting appearance because that's why all the kids try their bloody hardest for them in the uh the league cup because they get stupidly high appearance monies for when they play for the first team so that's why they're all, all trying their utmost to you know blood sweat and tears to win because it's just more money in their in their back pocket but like i say i'd be very surprised if he's on well i mean fuck's sake what do i know what do any of us know he's not on three grand a week most players, most players, especially attacking players, when they get to eighteen at the moment, want at least a minimum of ten grand a week. Eighteen. The minute they turn eighteen, that's their contract. 
It says here in the Daily Mail, um, Bukayo Saka, this is from April this year, Bukayo Saka set for significant pay rise from the current 5000 a week wage in bumper mm. new contracts by Arsenal players being set to agree. And I'm not clicking on it because it's a Daily Mail. So, uh, No, but Gav's probably right. That's probably 5000 a week basic, and then they're yeah. going to have appearance bonuses and uh, all sorts of... There's all sorts drawn into the contract. <laughs> Nobody really knows. Nobody really knows. Let's be honest. Can I suppose a what if? What if, if, for instance, do you remember 15 years ago or so when Bertrand Dortmund went into this kind of mode of being a uh, factory, if you like, where they realized they didn't have the money to build such a team, so they concentrated their efforts in the academy, knowing that they would be selling gems quite early for decent money. They, They managed to create quite a few big players doing that do you suppose that maybe the arsenal are in this sort of position where they're going to have to be realistic and maybe <coughs> go into that yeah. sort of uh we are already yeah right yeah. It, 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 it's just been happening already i mean Ch- chelsea have got so many players out on loan and so many youth players out on loan that they're doing exactly the same thing mm. uh they can they can like kind of i mean differently though like Chelsea are a different model where they did this thing like you suggest they kind of introduced this idea of bringing players in and loaning them out so that other clubs were developing your players then you sell them for a profit whereas Dortmund went more in-house they were they focused on uh, building youth and selling them at great profit so although they were achieving the same uh, outcome. They were they were doing it for a completely different kind of ways. Yeah, I mean the only, like I say, the only good thing out of it all at the moment is we've got the best crop of young kids coming through the academies at the moment than we have done I agree. in, or well, than we have done since the early since the mid eighties. Uh, and there's so many highly thought of players uh, are due to make a step up, perhaps go out on loan in the next. Uh, when the new season starts, that we're actually in a very, very good position. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, like I say, it's we are in that place where we've got to try and mix uh, decent, affordable purchases with youth team players. Uh, I mean, like I say, I mean, I was doing a count up towards like in, once Arteta took over, and I mean, we had some games where we had six youth products involved in the game at some stage, like four starting and two on the bench and three starting, three on the bench, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Uh, and I can just see that continuing. Uh, you've got to imagine that a lot of the youth players Arteta was, was working with a new of uh, before he, he left us to go Man City. So there, there is going to be that, that way of looking at it. And, like I say, you know, nobody knows what the financial circumstances are going to be to any football club at the moment. Uh, once this comes out, I mean, like I said, you know, you're you're looking at we're probably profiting a million and a million and a half a game just on gate receipts and food sales, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we're missing that. So for any player now to come in wanting big money it's going to be an issue because the club don't know when we're going to have full capacity again. Mm, that's, uh, going to be, 
that's going to be the, the issue for all clubs, though. So players, agents are going well, to find... Well, yeah, yeah, no, that's the thing. I mean, you talk about <coughs> uh, Barcelona, Real Madrid, PSG, uh, Munich. They're not going to have any money problems. Man City, no money problems. Chelsea, no money problems. Tottenham just borrowed money off the Bank of England just to stay afloat. And it's still and it's still rumoured that they're going to splash out two hundred grand a week for a new player. I mean, come on! It just don't. The whole money side of things is going to take a complete reboot. If a Bangyang, for example, or any player is after major, major increases in their wages at the moment, they're going to get sold. Every single player at the Arsenal at the moment, decent bid comes in, decent amount of money comes in, they'll sell him. They'll sell mm. Leno. They'll sell so, Aubameyang. They'll sell right. Saka. They don't give a fuck. Do mm. you know what I mean? You ima- could, could you imagine being PSG sitting on that Neymar contract right now? Fucking oh, hell. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Excuse my language, <laughs> sir. <clears throat> and that's why, like I say, the other one, yeah, Ozil, we've got no chance of getting rid of him. Yeah, no, no chance whatsoever. There's no club in the world that's going to pay him 350 grand a week. And now that his Adidas deal has ended, he's going to be a little bit short, so he's going to have to stay at Arsenal. He, he can't afford to take oh. a pay cut. Right, Gav, stop talking. Um, Jonathan Porter made a good point. Bentner had his wage as his shirt number as a total piss take. So I went and had a look at this. He started off with 33, then he had the 26 that we all remember, and then his new contract, he, he went and got 52. And he said to everybody who had the 26 on the back of their shirt for him, he'd refund them and give them a new shirt, whatever it was. So... 52 grand for Bentner and like you were saying Nick, a whole range of players that are all on 40 grand each a week because Wenger wanted parity for the youth players and he didn't want any of them to feel any better than any of the others and so they all turned out to be shit apart from what you tried to keep policy was a disaster sorry no that policy was a disaster so if you try to keep everyone happy, you're just going to end up pissing everybody off yeah exactly that's just how it, you, you can't keep everyone it's human nature happy. human nature right Next bit we're going to move on to. We've been going nearly an hour and a half. Um, I want a quick yes/no from every single one of you, and uh, maybe it will go Nikki and then um, Corey, then Gav. So you remember the order because I'm not going to ask you each time. So going in that order, um, there's a bloke at Lille at the moment. They are called Victor Osime. He's 18. He is the player they brought in to replace Pepe, and they say they want 87 million for him. And we and we've been linked. To it. Do you think it'll happen? Go in the right order. No. No. <laughs> Fucking stupid. <laughs> he scored 18 goals this season in the feeder league. That's not too bad. Right, next one. Upper Meccano, 21 years old, from Red Bull Leipzig. Apparently, his release clause is 53 million. No. No. Fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, Thomas Party Party, 27, Atletico Madrid, central midfielder, does a little bit of everything. 45 million release clause. They want him to sign a new contract so they can get more for him. No. No. <laughs> Fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, this, uh, this Italian bloke, 31, central midfielder. Um, his name's Aaron something. Thirty million pound or on loan? Nicky, yes or no or loan or neither? Neither. Corey? No. Oh, Gav. Fucking stupid. Here we go. Here's one. Now we're talking Arsenal level. 
Uh, Fraser Forster, 32-year-old, eight caps for England, was the Southampton number one for quite a few years, got loaned back out to Celtic at last year of this season, won the league title with him, £10 million between us and Chelsea. What do you think? No. You've got Never a little order, Corey. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd do that. I'd do that as a backup. If he's happy to be a backup keeper, then yeah, I'd go for that. I'm 32. Dude, so you would be buying him off of Chelsea? Uh, Southampton. Oh, Chelsea no. are after a backup keeper as well. Oh, I see. No. <laughs> Dropped his mic. If, if we if we sell Leno, yes. Oh, Jesus. Oh, don't even talk about it. <laughs> Finally, um, for Coutinho, someone has mentioned this in the chat box. So thanks, whoever that was. I wrote it down. Coutinho, 28, goal scoring, creating midfield wonder from Barcelona. Apparently, reports today said Barcelona want a £10 million loan fee, but you've got to pay his £250,000 a week. What do you think? Fucking stupid. <laughs> no. Uh, and fucking stupid. Okay, players leaving according to recent information that is probably all made up. Still, <laughs> um, so, best way yes, I don't, I don't read this kind of bollocks. What? One at I a time. I'm kind of enjoying this because I don't read this kind of clickbait shit that goes about. We think they'll leave or we want them to leave. You can do either, yeah. So do you want him to go or do you think they should go? Bellerin into Milan, 30 million. <laughs> no. no. You've done it again, Corey. Oh, my God. Sorry. Yellow card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, you know. Uh, okay. Uh, to quote the last leg, bullshit. Yeah, uh, if they go Nick, then Corey, then Gav. Not, not Corey, <laughs> Gav, and then Nick, if you can get a word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nick! Oh, well, next player no. then. I said no. Next player, we're done it. We're done yeah, it, Dan. Is Dan still alive? Dan, Dan, wake up, mate. I'm reading, aren't I? I can't see whether you're talking. Uh, Maitland Niles, twenty million pound to some unknown team. Sell him. I'll drive him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would sell him. Everyone's for sale. Oh, Lord, a bummy young. Oh, fuck knows how much. Fuck knows who to. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't sell him if if we if we if we can get him to sign. Yeah, same same answer. They need him to sign a one year extension. Okay, Lacazette, sixty million, Atletico. Sell. I have a hard on for that one. <laughs> Everyone's for sale. <laughs> Get them while they're hot. And finally, we had a player, an Armenian legend called Henrik Mkhitaryan. Apparently, he's loving it at Roma. Roma are loving him, even though he's only played a handful of games, but scored a surprising number of goals in those games. And Justin Cliver, son of the legendary Patrick Cliver, who if you don't know about him, go and look him up. He's an absolute legend of a player. Um, oh. A straight swap or possibly buying him for, I think it was 31 million, Nick. Yeah, sell him. Give Saka the number seven shirt and a packet of wine gums. Oh, now we're talking. Yeah, definitely sell them, but they can keep the Clivert kid. Oh. Gav, do you uh, know who these players are? Do I know who Clivert is? I know who Clivert is. You might well, we know who Patrick Clivert is. But... Uh, to be honest with you, I don't think we need too many younger players. So, 
Just exactly. if anyone wants to give us money for Mkhitaryan, that would be the biggest result since we managed to sell the <laughs> leg to Barcelona. Will yeah. you chuck in some she war merchandise if it, to the team that buys him? No, nah, fucking make him buy him like anybody else. He <laughs> can, he can, he comes with his own bobblehead. Yeah, especially if they're not Arsenal supporters, I can definitely fucking pay. Now looking at the chat box again, guys. So I wrote written all that down. Uh, oh, they're all replying. Oh, I should have looked at these. Oh, bloody old Josh is there. Uh, well, I can't go for that lot again. Um, I ha- I'm the only one who can light your um, bring your stuff up. Jonathan Porter, we have eight centre backs. Four must go. Um, no, oh, he hates kids. We need to be ruthless with the kids. There are too many of them. I think he's talking about like in general. <laughs> Haley says, uh, would love an upgrade and number two people. That's exactly how I feel. Josh, oh, here we go. Grumpy Josh, he's changed his uh, his Twitter name again, hasn't he? He's changed it to Grumpy Josh. Uh, Foster is awful. Shut up just because he plays for your rivals. Uh, oh, here we go. Stefan, a little bit of sense. I would be surprised if anyone have if we have any money to spend this summer, correct. Uh, yeah, I feel like that as well. Uh, who else have we got here? I've done the centre-backs one. Oh, here we go. Thunder. Forster's a unit. Who saw Ericsson's corner kick five-hole Espina yesterday's Italians Cup second round? I know that Inter lost. And, uh, but no, other than that, five-holes Espina. One, two, three, four. I think he made a star shape and he still scored. Uh vegetarian diet not working what else ones have we got here oh um archie says sell lacquer archie says mickey bin i don't know if that's mickey bins that's his nickname uh rudy says lacquer stay alba moves um what else have we got anything else in here um josh says fuck you danny ha ha that's quite rude (laughs) Now. Oh, Josh, I thought this is bound to be interesting, not rude. Oh, talking of rude, Rudy says Cliver is not better than what we have. Would only um, would add only another youngster. Right, we're going to move this on. Hour thirty six. We're now down to listeners' questions. Thank you very much, you freeloading scumbags. I don't even know why I bother. We've got three questions. Two of them are for fucking Gav. Right, Gav. Davy Boy yeah. says. Can you ask Gav why aren't Bessie's Yorkshire puddings are vastly superior to his homemade in quotes efforts? I think if you have a look at your the uh, my reply to that in pictorial form, uh, I, I will prove not only are my Yorkshire puddings possibly the best uh, this side south of Watford. Did you take uh, a picture? Of it? I did, and I put it on. I replied to you on Twitter. You see how? The, I oh, damn. I found it. Go on. Right. While I work the magic. You know that's how we work. How how hard is it, right, to put half a cup of flour, an egg, and some milk into a bowl, whisk it up, and put it into the oven? If you can't do that and you have to buy pre-cooked, frozen Yorkshire puddings, you've got no right to be near a cooker. You might as well just buy microwave meals or eat off takeaways because you I can't do the simple basic. Look at, look at, look, Dan. Look at, I mean, look, I mean, that is a good three or four inches high. It's got depth, it's got width, it's got colour. It was very crispy. It's got the big hole in the middle for your gravy. 
it was just it 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 was just cooking at its best. Why if you want more logo on the side? Well, <laughs> that's the thing, Dan. I mean, I, I haven't got a license to sell food. No. So, uh, but but if anybody wants the recipe, flour, egg, milk. Oh, don't. And that's John. the that's the that's the problem. That's the problem with with the Neanderthals like Davy that I speak to all the time. Unfortunately, I don't know why you bother, Gav. Scumbags. Uh, Sean's yeah. mum is makes a brilliant roast, and when I was when she used to live here and I was ill, she would make me a whole big tray of Yorkshire pudding, just one whole oh. giant Yorkshire pudding, and a pint of thick thick gravy, and that that just cheer me up. I just eat it. Oh, um, don't you wait to see? I mean, when I do a, when I do like a, a toad in the hole. Yeah. Which for our for our, our non English friends is basically just a huge Yorkshire pudding with sausages. Then it comes out like a skateboard, mate. It comes <laughs> out like a skateboard. You could, I mean, you know, for any Nordic people out there or Scandinavians out there, you could go like you know snowboarding on it. It's, I mean, it's that big. Oh, that's but, enough. Yeah. nonsense. Jonathan okay. Porter. Says, uh, why isn't that car? Oh, it moved. Um, we could do a Clive Allen on Cliver, buy and sell straight away for a profit as he is easy to get rid of Mickey. Jonathan, you are assuming that the people who run our club have any fucking idea what they're doing, let alone who <laughs> Clive Allen is. So, for those who don't know, Clive Allen was a, a legend for Crystal Palace or QPR, one or the other. Um, really young player. And then we, they, I think QPR didn't want to sell to Palace or Palace to QPR, whichever way around that was going. And so we bought him, played about three friendlies, and then we sold him to the other team. Actually, it was it was we bought we bought him off we bought him off QPR, and we done a swap deal with him to go to Palace to get Kenny Sampson. Kenny yeah, Sampson, what a deal that was! Um, oh, here we go. We've got we got some um, some dissension in the ranks from Josh. I remember the shit Danny and Jason gave Simon for talking about the bake-off. I think you're fine, my boy. I watched the bake-off, so back in your hole, you ginger nonce. And you had football to talk about when you were talking about the bake-off. We haven't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean Josh is a ginger nonce. I mean, um, that um, uh, uh, Chris Evan. No, not him. He's got money. Someone who's got no money and doesn't watch this. Uh, sounds like heaven. I don't know if you mean Clive Allen or you mean the Yorkshire pudding, Steph. Either way, I smell what you're cooking. Quite literarily, really. Um, oh, we go. Um, Haley says, would you, bum, bum, would you bum, keep bum. Mavropanos as he is doing well in the German second tier? <laughs> or would you swap him plus 20 million for Upper Meccano if they're interested? Well, yeah. save you the bother. Uh, if he's good for the German second tier, it's not going to work out for us. I don't. Does anybody trust him? Not really. No, he had one good game, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. And then got sent off a couple of times. So uh, yeah. I doubt if a Red Bull would want him. But no, I'm in asking. Uh... <laughs> oh, here we go. I, I, um... I agree with Rudy. I agree with Rudy uh, on that. Pamecano, he's he's glamorous. It looks glamorous in the clickbait links and so on. But I, I think that's a deal that you, you just don't do. Only because all the people who used to play Meccano think, what, Meccano? That'd be a great thing, but no. Waste it's a good it. thing, isn't it? Oh, do you want to come to Arsenal and fix their defence? No. <laughs> yeah, job's done. Next question. Uh, you can have this one, Nick. It says, uh, do you think Willock could be our new Ramsey? This is from Guna Dub. Um, seems to be very clinical and just lacks some confidence, which can be developed. Developed. 
developed. Yeah. Well, I hope he's not our next Ramsey because I want him to play a few more games in that season. Than what Ramsey <laughs> did. But if he keep, he's done well over a short period of time, similar to what Iwobi did a few seasons ago over four or five months. If he can maintain that and then kick on and get like better and better, then yeah, I'll be happy with him to. I'm happy to like let Ozil go on a free next year and then give him the number 10 shirt and say, where you go, son. But we're just going to have to see if he can, you know, once players like that get found out a bit in the league, like I think Awobi got found out a bit after a while, you know, they either get past that or they don't and then they drop down into the reserves and they get sold to Everton. Okay, Kayan, she's here. Kayan, I keep thinking of the pepper. No, Kayan isn't a pepper, is it? Anyway, she says, big up, guys. Hope, and she put it twice, Hope, U-N-U-H, you are keeping safe to make it in the house. She put it three times. Lovely. <coughs> yes, we all are very good. Oh, Kyan, answer me a question. When you're doing like a jerk chicken stew rice and peas, is coleslaw acceptable on the side of the plate? Yeah, another culinary thing. Julian Salmon wants a quick answer on this one. Lads, what's your opinion on the German league? Can't say that I'm impressed, to be honest. Short answers, Corey, Gav, then Nick. Well, I mean, it's not a a league I've followed really uh, too much just because it's, you know, a little boring. So, yeah, you know, it's... Not that impressed either, really. But being that it's the only football on tap, uh, the lad will drink what he shall drink. You know what I mean? So I've been watching it, and uh, it's been interesting. Uh, It's been most interesting to listen to uh, how the team works while they're playing. It's been great. But uh, other than that, the quality of football, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Gav? Never watched a single fucking minute of it. Shit, couldn't man. give a fuck. About, couldn't give a fuck about German football, or French football, or Spanish football, or Dutch there's, football. There's nearly two hundred countries on Earth, Gav. You better stop while you're ahead before you start running well, out. Of okay, I watch it. Yeah, I, I only. Think, I, li- I, li- I literally only watch Arsenal. Literally only watch Arsenal. Think of it yeah. too. It's kind of. It's kind of like a romantic thing. I mean, how many of us have laid on the couch having a nap? while listening to the football game, right? And really subconsciously what you're listening to is the sound of the crowd and the noises that go on and so on and so forth. And yeah, because the crowd is, it's not the same, you know? So Breaking food news. Kayan says, it can work, but prefer press plantain, Jamaica. Fair enough, fair enough. Good. Nick, any thoughts on press plantain or any thoughts on um, uh, do you what do you like German football? No, I haven't got BT Sport. I'm not getting. I've I don't really watch anything outside of the Premiership. I mean, I'd watch Norwich if if and when they're in the Championship, which is quite often. And the only other games I would watch would be like um, what was it El Clasico and um, Celtic Rangers if they're on. But other than that, I don't really watch any other football. Someone's accused, uh, Haley's accused you of watching MLS during halftime, Gav. Is that is that made up news? Fake news? Uh, yeah, now at halftime, I'm generally uh, 
going to the little boys' room and going to the fridge for beers. Oh, look at you. Uh, here we go, Thunder Road. Gav, the anti-hipster, Wolfhamstow edition. <laughs> Wolfhamstow? No Wolfhamstow? Couldn't afford it there. Oh, don't. No, I don't know. Uh, no, I've never lived anywhere near Wolfhamstow. I met a few oh, girls yeah. from there, though. Question from Phil Macker. Um, all this talk of food is making me peckish. Does Nick know if Nando's on the Riverside is open for takeout? <laughs> Don't know, I've never been. Did you nip out and have a look? I'm, I'll get um, I'll ask a question. It'll take him an hour to answer, then you'll be back. No, that's the other side of the city. Bloody hell, I didn't know he had two sides to the city. Oh. <laughs> Stefan with a, all other clubs are scum home and abroad he put hope but I know what he means I like German football it's the closest to Premier League football you're going to get Shane Bayern Munich are so no. dominant you go back five or six years when um, seven or eight years when Dortmund under Klopp were a really good side to watch and there were some good teams You've, uh, you do get a bit of variety but it's shocking the number of times that you will see a German team that's won the German league and then get relegated Kaiserslautern Wolfsburg Werder Bremen look like they could go down and uh there was uh, there's been quite a few, and save, uh, save that for your hipster shit, Dane. I don't do that. I'm I'm not hipster enough for that. I've got the beard. I've got the best beard out of any of them. But uh, oh, here you go. Macca's coming back with. Uh, I assume Nick lived in the posh part of Norwich. Just because he's got a posh car doesn't mean he lives in the posh part. Yeah, I'm in the posh part. He is in the posh <laughs> part. There you go. Are, are you near, are you near the Royal Norwich Golf Course? No. Well. I'm a bit, I'm, I was a member there till they moved. So, yeah. Right, one more question from for Gav from Kinos. Ask Gav if he has ever seen Nick's Corey. I do hope that's not a sexual reference. Yeah, uh, it is. Jesus Christ. Hey, when I worked... A Corey Peck. I used I used to work in in a pub in England and man, did I ever get some ridings and I didn't understand exactly what they were getting at, but yeah, figured it out. <laughs> your, your Corey. If there's any children listening, don't don't support Arsenal and don't listen again. Uh, right, Fife Forum. Um, thank you very much to all of the lazy bastards who didn't fucking reply to that. You're all scumbags. I'm never asking it again. I'm retiring this part from the pod because no one ever fucking replies. Don't know why I bother. Just gonna have a quick check here. Scroll <laughs> show one. Make sure no one has done anything. No, they're all just tweeting nonsense to Gavin because I messaged you. It's now all over our fucking mentions. What's Absolutely. that? What about what about oh, Yorkshire puddings? And cricket and all that other shit. That I don't give a damn oh. about. Right, the five forum. You all, all, each of you get ten seconds to answer this lot. Starting with Corey, then Nick, then Gav. So I've moved it around people because now they're trying to work out who's who. Uh, Feist Forum, should the Premier League keep the five subs rule for next season and beyond into infinity? I'm the only human who's never seen that. In the right order. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I could be interested in that. You didn't even use your allotted 10 seconds. Would you like to use up your remaining two seconds and give it to Gav? Yes. Yes. Took you too long to answer. You don't get the two seconds. Your time starts now, Gavin. I'm I'm last, Dan. You can't remember your own order. Yeah. <laughs> I get a bonus ten. I get a bonus ten seconds for that. You certainly do, Nick. You've got naught seconds to answer because Gav's got your ten seconds. No. Fair enough. Well answered. What you shit bag, uh, Gav? You have twenty seconds. Starting now. 
there's no, I, I just don't understand why having five subs when even three subs is too many. Why don't you just cut it down to two subs and then have the extra goalkeeper, which is going to change the whole face of football because you could be going into the 70th minute, you could be one nil up away from home and you could have eight or nine players on the subs bench and you could bring five of them on to completely dull down the game and play literally with 10 defenders. It's a complete change of tactics and it's too American with regards to their on-off blah, 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 blah shit. No, stick it back to two and the keeper. And now for the countdown conundrum. It's R-S-E-A. Research. No, arse. Your turn. Right. um, Yes, uh, Josh makes a point here that uh, five feet will be furious, but it is, uh, there you go. Five will be livid. Well, those fuckers. Freeloading. I've been saying freeloading scumbags for ages. Now the Tuesday Club is back. I can't use that, so I'm going to have to make something else up. Um, here we go. Rudy with a, some logic at last. Predictions for City, guys. You can have a, a, maybe 20 seconds each. Start with Nicky. Is that home or away? I can't remember. We're away. Oh, dear. Yeah, we're no crowd, but no crowd. 2-2. Two, two. Uh, Nicky's going for a Desmond. Corey. 2-1 for us. Nicky's not Corey's not gone for a Desmond. He's gone for an unrealistic score, Gav. Uh, we'll probably lose four two. There you go. I agree with Gav that we are going. It's going to be. We're going to stop shaking your phone around. It's going to be an absolute um, whopping. Didn't see. Oh, here we go. Matt L. Roberts didn't see FF on Twitter. Well, I didn't really uh, include it. I only did it in the very last tweet five minutes before the show started. So, uh, what's an FF? Uh, car, right? Fife is forum. Oh, um, see if there's anything else. Uh, oh, I've only got four beers left. There's no yeah. crowd. I, I agree with Cayenne. Cayenne, again, great point. Guys, be optimistic. We're going to finish the season in a flurry. It's Cayenne, not Cayenne. It's my fault now. I've, I've mispronounced her name. Cayenne. 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 Yes. Right. Um, so we are now going to move down to Gav. Stop wiggling your phone. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I, well, I mean, this has gone on a lot longer than than expected, Dan. So I had to go. So I so I put I put the little uh, the glass away, which I was drinking my bubbles out of, and gone to get a beer. God. He's eating penguins. Yes. Um, right. So I did a wonderful tweet saying to people. Name the show. So, Marissa, who is an American gooner, she's going to come on as a guest once the season gets started, said, name the show. It's quiet in here. The Sunday warm-up, finally, a football chat. It's too long. Ian9492, 1% of the time, we're 99% right of the time. Right, 9% of the time. I've even got that wrong. Bobby Chekchekiavode says, shh, it's oh so quiet. The Bjork song. Very good, Bob. Phil Macker, we thought it was all over. It is now. Oh, that was a TV show. Andrew um, from the Dial, from here to Dial Square, I've probably got that wrong, podcast says, it's football, Jim, but not as we know it, Star Trek reference. Mr. DJ, behind closed doors podcast, I added the, the to the beginning of that. So, Mr. DJ, you won that. Our very own Josh, I defiantly didn't want to say definitely. Kyle, because <laughs> Call it talking arsed. And Mike, the pervert from the Gooners Pervert podcast, so they don't even bother doing them anymore. Bath time with ABW or a bath time 
Wonderlands. There you go. What a load of shit. Don't even know why I bothered asking. Upcoming shows on the circuit, people, I'm going to ask you for your gentleman's nod. So when I come to you, don't say, I don't know, because I will move on. So upcoming shows. This Wednesday is the live show after the game. So the game starts at 8.15. So be about 9.15, 9.20, the game will start. And then it will go on to the wee small hours. And, uh, yes, we will not turning donations back on again this season, if anybody, because people always chuck money at us during those shows. We've got a couple of hundred. Actually, I've just paid the bills for the site hosting, the URL, and one other one I paid for. Yes, so we've still got enough to cover next season as well, probably. So, yeah, we're no more. We'll turn all that stuff off until the beginning of next season. Don't give you money to people who need it. Um, right, so I am going to... Has everybody got a gentleman's nod? Give me a second. Yeah. Uh, right, who said yeah? Did you say yes, Gav? No, yeah, oh. go on. Oh, you go first, Gav. Uh, if she's listening, Ms. K. Hope you're listening. If she's not listening... Okay, because uh, we're the worst podcast on YouTube. Right, Nick, have you got anyone you'd like to say hello to that isn't obviously Norwich? We have Ellis next door. Oh, maybe. All right, we'll go with Jason then. Happy birthday, Jason. I don't know. Happy if birthday, Jason. I don't know if they were taking the piss in the WhatsApp said you're sixty, but if you are, you look really good for sixty. Sixty. Um, I'm not going to say Ellis, but I'll say it's fifty. I'm oh, still old. I'm going to say. Ellis, I'll thank everyone else at Ellis's hospital when he had a day off and I went in there. Oh, did he avoid you? Well, he had a day off, which was either a good or a bad thing. I'm still alive, so it's probably a good thing. <laughs> uh, um, Corey, do you have anybody you would like to give your a very, very special Canadian hello? Because you lot are always so polite. This is going to be a nice one, isn't it? I was just going to say the last person that followed me was Josh, so I'm going to give him a shout out. For fuck's sake. Oh, I've got to go and follow you again, haven't I? I shall get that done. Um, yeah. my, my gentleman's nod, you may well have heard, and we had a couple of debates about using the Y word in football. And I always mentioned my neighbour of 25 years. Jack used to live next door there, 92 years old, a Jewish gentleman, Spurs fan, and he was the one who said, use it. Now, sadly, Jack had uh, dementia and Alzheimer's and he was living with his, his wife, Pat, and he went into a care home a week and a half ago and he died a week later, 92 years old. Poor old Jack. He appeared in over 400 films. In Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, he was the bloke who waved the starting flag. In The Longer Friday, <laughs> he was the bloke who drove... Um, uh, what was the bloke's name? Bob Hoskins. He drove Bob Hoskins away in one of the final scenes. He owned uh, an agency in London for extras, which is why he was in so many films. The last film he was in was um, Harry Potter, the first Harry Potter film, because for 40 years he was John Hurt's right-hand man. The, the, the film companies would say, you go with John wherever he goes, you go with him, make sure he's all right, make sure he gets home at night. So Jack did that for 40 years, 30 or 40 years and um, yeah very sad that he's gone he had a hell of an innings at, at 92 and, oh, god bless uh, him yeah yeah we're gonna miss him it's just uh didn't actually get around to seeing him because uh because of the lockdown thing so, yeah so um yeah everybody who knows me uh who lives around here knew him and everyone liked him and loved him because he's a wonderful bloke so yeah you know. But he was a Spurs fan so uh up your bum jack it's your own fault <laughs> <laughs> Say the same for me. At least it is, AJ. You'd have seen him won the league, though. 
Oh, yes, he's the only one. He was the last one. He's the last one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'd be laughing at that. I mean, one time he came in and asked Blame FIFA and he went, who's playing? I said, it's a game. And he didn't know what I was on about. There you go. That's that generation. He's had a, he had a fun old time of it. And he has some oh, rare old stories as well. 400 films is in. But if you see Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, you could make him out. And there's a few others. I did all the James Bond films as well. He was an extra in all of those. Anyway, this isn't a, um, a Jack Ross Wonderland. This is a Dennis Bergkamp Wonderland. So uh, anybody got any final words before we cut this off at the two-hour mark? Yeah, let them know about the show after the game on Wednesday. I tried to, and I couldn't remember who was on, and uh, you lot are all in the WhatsApp group, and no one's looked to check. I would imagine it's going to be Jason and... I'm just checking right now. They're all, checking. They're all in the same group. WhatsApp is going to crash. See if you can get it. Nice time. Josh, Chris, Carl, and it says, yeah, and Jason. Jason, Chris, yeah. Carl. And Josh. Josh. That would be, be a good show. Good God. <laughs> Josh ends it with, I haven't even watched 400 films, but he has seen Finding Nemo 400 times, and I think... I've seen 300 Porn don't count, mate. Yes. Not the movie 300. Smart house. Good. Um, right, gentlemen, thank you very much for your time tonight. I'm going to have a quick little quick scan through because I always miss stuff. Done that. Upcoming shows. Close the show. blah de blah Right, thank you very much to all the wonderful people in the chat box who have put up with this shit for nearly two hours. I said it'd be an hour. It isn't because we've spent long and hard thinking about uh, interesting answers to uh, pointless questions as we do every week. So uh, thank you very much, Nick, for joining us. You, sir, have been an absolute pleasure. Welcome, mate. Thank you very much for joining us. Corey, you have been an absolute joy. Thank you, Danny. It's been great. Good to talk to both all of you. And cheers, Gav. I was expecting a lot worse than that, to be fair. No, no, I couldn't. Could I? Just, 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 just for that, I'm going to phone you twice this week. No, don't answer. I've changed my number. I've had it routed straight through to. Um, well, if, if, you, if you if you don't phone me, I'm going to phone Sean. It's your choice. Jesus Christ! Uh, oh, and here you go. What better way to end the show than Josh saying, "Up your bum, Danny." There you go. Well, thank you very Up much, everybody. Bum, we have been a Birdcamp Wonderland, officially the worst podcast on YouTube. We'll be back with you on Wednesday. So until then, goodbye. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog. <laughs>